...motion and the hum of subdued magic. Instead, there was only the howl of the wind as it swept over the desolate peak of the mountain. The cave walls were white ice, pocked with red and brown where blood had splattered and melted in patches. Alistair pulled off his goggles and dropped them on the ground, pushing farther into the passage, drawing on the dregs of his power to steady himself. The walls of the cave gave off an eerie, phosphorescent glow. Away from the entrance, it was the only light he had to see by, which probably explained why he stumbled over the first body and nearly fell to his knees. Alistair jerked away with a yell, then winced as he heard his own shout echo back to him. The fallen mage was burned beyond recognition, but she wore the leather wristband with the large hammered piece of copper that marked her as a second-year magisterium student. She couldn't have been older than thirteen. You should be used to death by now, he told himself. They'd been at war with the enemy for a decade that sometimes felt like a century. At first, it had seemed impossible. One young man, even one of the Makaris, planning to conquer death itself. But as the enemy increased in power and his army of the chaos-ridden grew, the threat had become inescapably dire, culminating in this pitiless slaughter of the most helpless, the most innocent. Alistair got to his feet and pushed deeper into the cave, desperately looking for one face above all. He forced his way past the bodies of elderly masters from the magisterium and collegium, children of friends and acquaintances and mages who had been wounded in earlier battles. Among them lay the broken bodies of the chaos-ridden, their swirling eyes darkened forever. Though the mages had been unprepared, they must have put up quite a fight to have slain so many of the enemy's forces. Horror churning in his gut, his fingers and toes numb. Alistair staggered through it all. Until he saw her. Sarah. He found her lying in the very back, against a cloudy wall of ice. Her eyes were open, staring at nothing. The irises looked murky, and her lashes were clotted with ice. Leaning down, he brushed his fingers over her cooling cheek. He drew in his breath, sharply. His sob cutting through the air. But where was their son? Where was Colum? A dagger was clutched in Sarah's right hand. She had excelled at shaping ore summoned deep from the ground. She'd made the dagger herself in their last year at the Magisterium. It had a name, Semiramis. Alistair knew how Sarah had treasured that blade. If I have to die, I want to die holding my own weapon, she'd always told him. But he hadn't wanted her to die at all. His fingers grazed her cold cheek. A cry made him whip around, in this cave full of death and silence. A cry. A child.
He turned, searching frantically for the source of the thready wail. It seemed to be coming from closer to the cave entrance. He plunged back the way he had come, stumbling over bodies, some frozen stiff as statues, until, suddenly, another familiar face stared up at him from the carnage. Declan, Sarah's brother, wounded in the last battle. He appeared to have been choked to death by a particularly cruel use of air magic. His face was blue, his eyes shot with broken blood vessels. One of his arms was outflung and just underneath it, protected from the icy cave floor by a woven blanket, was Alistair's infant son. As he stared in amazement, The boy opened his mouth and gave another thin, mewling cry, as if in trance.